Welcome to the All Around Joe podcast. We optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe podcast, I am going to be talking about something near and dear to my heart, which is how to avoid running injuries. Having just run two back-to-back 20-mile-plus days here in the Cinque Terres of Italy, I have some key stuff to share with you on how to be a healthy runner and not get those common injuries that you hear about people having all the time. So, like you heard me say, this podcast is coming to you from the Cinque Terres in Italy, which is just this amazing like mountain town that drives right into the ocean. It's fantastic here. Uh, you should definitely check out my Instagram channel. Um, actually, several of them. We're posting them on my All Around Joe Instagram, as well as if you go to The Fantastic Life on Instagram, you'll even see more of them because it's mostly about our travels there. Before we get into the podcast, though, I wanted to mention that the podcast is brought to you by the Get Better Project, which is our high-end online fitness program that is designed for people that have no equipment or even better, you just have a couple dumbbells and a kettlebell, which is what we're going to completely be focused on and having here in the future once we get back into the van, just two dumbbells a piece and one kettlebell. Or we also have a full gym workout and strength program that is involved in the Get Better Project. So we've got you covered. You get to do the workouts that keep us in amazing shape all year round. If you're looking to lose some weight, if you're looking to just get better at life, fitness, be more badass, then head over to the Get Better Project dot com slash get better and join us today. It's a fantastic community of people. We post videos, we do trainings. You basically are hiring myself and Joe Ward, my good colleague, as coaches in the Get Better Project when you sign up. So head over to getbetterproject.com slash get better and join us today. This podcast is also brought to you by Meta. Meta is adaptogenic herbs that I use on a regular basis to keep my body in tip-top shape. What it does is it basically adjusts to your stress levels and brings your body back to homeostasis without getting too much into the science of it. But you can try Meta by going to drinkmeta.com and using the code all around Joe to get yourself 10% off. It is something that I use, like I said, almost every single day instead of those high caffeinated uh, sports slash energy drinks that most people like to use. So if you're hard charger, try out meta at drinkmeta.com. All right, let's get into how to avoid running injuries, which is one of my favorite topics. So one of the interesting things is that running is natural for people, all right? It is a completely natural movement. Most people when will have known how to run or have figured it out when they're young. So if you go watch one of those little kids' soccer games, you'll see all of these fantastic runners. There might be a couple exceptions there. Um, And if you are an exception, that's completely fine. It doesn't necessarily mean that you can't run. Um, But running is just a simple form of moving the body faster than walking. It really is. And pretty much anybody can do it. So here's what I've done. Uh, I've done over 10 ultra marathons. I've 
completed two full Ironmans, one half Ironman, um, and we pretty much do a 10 plus mile run every week. So I've run a lot and I've had very, very few running injuries. And I'm not actually saying that to boast. I think that if I had more running injuries, then I might be a better coach because of it. But I feel like I'm so cognitive cognitive in my my practices work so well that it's easy to avoid having these running injuries and I can teach you how to do exactly the same thing. Oh, I also have a degree in kinesiology. I'm a CrossFit level one coach. I have my certified strength and conditioning specialist, uh, certified strength and conditioning specialist uh, certification. So I've done a few things. I know a lot about this and I've oh, I've also hired um, a professional running coach before in order to teach me how to run pose running, which we'll talk about in the future, but I can teach you how to avoid running. You just have to jump on board and listen to and take action on some of these things that I'm talking about. So the reason that I decided to do this podcast is because we're running around these trails here. Like I said, we've done 20 plus miles, two days in a row in the Cinque Terras in Italy. And on these trails, they're very steep ups, very steep downs, um, technical, and we get a lot of people on the trails as well. And we cruise by them, they're jumping out of the way, not like because we're running fast, them. they're just surprised to see runners. And they always, always give us, not always, but a lot of us give, a lot of them give us these astonished looks like, wow, how are you doing that? We even see the people that are like gingerly going down the steps and like almost falling and things. And it's just amazing to me that with a little bit of training, you could have this, you know, amazing way of transporting yourself faster, having more fun, avoiding injuries from falling and just being like all around more confident with things. So running is a natural thing. It is. Um, but you might have to learn how to do it. Uh, the mass, like I said, the vast majority of us knew how to run and were, were able to run well when we were children. But society, the way that it isn't set up now, we've learned how to unlearn to run. So we're sitting so much, we're not playing as much, we're not going out and running, we're riding in cars, we're doing all of these things that are teaching us how to be worse at movement, essentially, not just running, but movement, running and all these other movements that I teach happen to be very essential to the daily life. But running is just one that is untaught. I mean, we could go and a great example is to go to Central Park and look at all the runners because there's tons of runners there. I would say that probably 80 to 90% of those runners are not thinking about how their technique should look and not practicing that. And they're probably having an overuse injury uh, in their near future or in their near past because they're just not following these very simple principles. They're just going out and thinking that anybody can run and you can, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be using certain body techniques and biomechanics that are going to make you a better runner, make it more efficient for your body and help you to avoid these running injuries that people get, which are the overuse injuries and they, you know, break down my joints and my knees hurt and I'm too old for this, blah, blah, blah. You're not too old for it either. I just did a podcast, the last podcast, allarunnerjoe.com slash 197 about how age is just a number and how usually I'm getting my butt kicked in races by people that are, you know, in their 50 plus age range. So anybody can do it. Why do you think you should know how to run? That is a good question because so many people that I've worked with when I 
want to get them into running because it's such a great form of exercise for the whole body, they think that they should know how to run. So they'll just go out and be like, oh, I just ran. And then like a few weeks later, like my you know feet are hurting, my knees are hurting. And then I see what they're actually doing to their body when they're running. And they look like, I don't even know what a good example is. They look terrible. Their body limbs are flying in every which way. And you know they have terrible contact points at the ground. It's like they totally have no idea what they're doing. They're like, you know, a ball rolling down a hill rather than a smooth gazelle running through a field. So I, I do wonder why people think or have this preconceived notion that they sh- they know how to run. I mean, it happens almost all the time with everybody that I've worked with. And some people do know how to run. They're good at it, but the majority don't. They'll go out and let's say I have them do a 400 meter run and they don't know how to run, but they think they do. They think that just that their body's just going to naturally go into that position. Well, they've spent X number of years unlearning how to do it. So why would it just be natural for them all of a sudden once they've, you know, tightened up their hips and their calves and, you know, their backs from sitting too much. And now they think that their bodies and their muscles are just going to learn or work how they should have when they were kids, if they knew how to do it well, then it doesn't. Let me just tell you that. So if you're going to get into running or you've been running and you've listened to this, and you're like, man, I've had some injuries or you haven't had injuries yet, you should still be listening to these points so that you can make sure that you're you know, not going to hurt yourself and that you're doing everything that you can to avoid the running injuries because you know, why would you want to go down that path at all when it's super simple? These are not things that are hard, but they are things that you do have to think about. So your brain might have to work a little bit. So here's what you should focus on in order to avoid running injuries. And if you'd like to read this and save it for later, you can go to allaroundjoe.com slash 198. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 198, where I have a list of these techniques that we're going to talk about. So the first is to work on your running technique first. So whether you're just getting started or you are getting back into running or you are running right now and you hadn't thought about technique, you need to start thinking about it ASAP. So your body should be moving in a very proper biomechanical form, which is definitely teachable. And I like to use the pose running method because that's what I was taught and it makes a lot of sense to me as far as moving your body in proper uh, biomechanical ways. And you can go and just Google that and you can get all kinds of training videos on YouTube on how to do pose running. But any, really any running technique that uses proper biomechanics will work. And what I mean by that is that The joint should be in a proper postural position the whole time. You shouldn't be pushing off too much. You should be using gravity, which is great, um, because why would you not use free energy to propel yourself forward? You know, and it shouldn't have, it just shouldn't look very strange. It should look very natural. So that's the first thing. You want to always be starting with technique, and you should always be thinking about technique on every single run that you do. All right. Number two is use strength training to make sure that you have, that you don't have muscular imbalances. Running in and of itself could be something if you did a whole bunch of different types of running, running in different directions, all of that stuff. So like forward running, backward running, sideways running, uphill, downhill, 
you know, some form of jumping all of that stuff in a proper balance, then you could probably have a lot less overuse injuries in running. But most people are going out and they're going to try and run a marathon or half marathon or 10K or 5K. And they're using a training protocol that just has them running. There's not like anything else that is built into it. And then on top of that, they're probably running on pavement and it's going to potentially break them down, especially if their technique is not great. So if you're using strength training, what it will do is it will help all of your muscles to contract better. This should be large multi-joint functional movements that you're using, not machines and things that put you in fixed patterns. So if you're doing that, I recommend uh, three plus days a week, so three or more days a week of full body strength training or CrossFit style workouts that are going to, like I said, use these functional total body movements that will help your body to contract muscles on a regular basis that will keep you from overuse injuries. For example, a lot of runners do not use their glutes at all. So they're running and they're running and they're running and their glutes are not firing. Their hamstrings probably aren't firing correctly. If their glutes glutes aren't firing correctly because we're such a forward dominant community of people. So we think about our quads. We don't think about what's behind us. And then we start to get knee pain because our, our hamstrings and our glutes are not firing correctly to create the space um, and the balance between our quads and or the front of our leg and the back of our leg. So doing things like squats and lunges and those types of things properly, like a bad lunge or a bad squat, could just actually make those things worse. But if you're doing them properly and the glutes and the hamstrings are firing correctly, then it's going to make your knees healthier And you're going to be able to run more longer without pain because you have all of your muscles firing in a balanced way, which will keep you from getting injured. So like I said, three plus days a week of full body strength training or CrossFit style workouts will do the trick. Let me know if you have any questions about that. Uh, Number three, if you feel something strange when running, see if you can figure out why it's happening. So I know a lot of people that will go out and they just pound, 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 pound. Oh, my knee's hurting. They you know, they realize it, you know, two weeks later, like I am having trouble running now because my knee is hurting. It's like, well, when did you first feel it? Oh, a few weeks ago. Well, why did, did you change anything? No, I didn't. Come on guys. You have to use your brain here. It could just be something as simple as like, oh, I need to, you know, shorten my stride length or I need to focus on where my foot is hitting the ground or I need to think about a small thing like pushing my knee out so my glute is activated and taking some of the pressure off of my quads and my knees so that it avoids this little twinge that I'm getting. Every single time that I have some sort of little weird thing that doesn't quite feel right. And I do, I mean, it happens regularly. Like you're doing the same repetitive move over and over again. You're bound to have some things that come up and you just have to think about them and make adjustments. And this is in all movement patterns. I mean, it's even like if you're sitting at your desk and you start to feel something weird, try standing, try sitting a different way, try moving around a little bit more. You have to be cognitive of these things that are happening to you so that you can make adjustments because our bodies need to be adjusted and balance in order to not get injured um, because those things will happen. We're breaking them down on a regular basis. So think about these things. Try, like I said, changing your stride, changing your foot placement, changing your tempo, looking at the structure, moving your body in different positions, you know, narrower, wider uh, foot strike path, muscle activation. There's like, you can do little things like if your quads are feeling tight, you just actually think about the hamstrings working and they will work more as you're doing these runs. So 
trying all of these things so that you become a master of your body movement patterns will keep you from getting injured. Number four, stretch or smash and downregulate after running or training, right? It's more effective to stretch your body unless you have something that's super tight afterwards and it will help to downregulate your body. So if you're pumped up from the training, it helps to bring you down. Your nervous system relaxes. You become more parasympathetic, which is going to help you recover faster and avoid injuries because our body will be recovering. It's a fantastic thing, a fantastic process absolutely essential. Also, you can do some, I have smashing on here, which is essentially like rolling out foam rolling or smashing, which is usually somebody stepping on you or massage uh, in order to break up adhesions in your tissues. So having that done after training is always beneficial. And I highly recommend that you do that whenever you possibly can. Number five, get off the pavement or treadmill whenever possible and run trails. Okay, a lot of people are scared of trails. I mean, I see it, you know, in the last few days, people cannot believe what we're running on. But the truth is that the pavement is so hard on our body. Think about how repetitive that is. Rarely do you get to change your stride when you're running on pavement. It's just saying boom, boom, boom. And it's harder than running on dirt, okay, or, or grass or whatever you may be running on. It's just complete hardness all the time if you're running on the pavement. The treadmill is not quite the same, but the treadmill doesn't mimic completely what you're doing out in a race if that's what you're doing it for. And again, it's incredibly repetitive. When you get out on a trail, you have to, you know, dodge rocks, you have to go down hills, up hills. You don't get to really determine like a lot of roads. Yeah, you might have a hill, but it's not going to be like abrupt up, abrupt down. You know, you're not going to be jumping over things in a trail because of that, your body is having to use its muscles in a way different way than a repetitive movement, such as uh, road running. Because of this, it avoids overuse injuries. All of our muscles are having to work, you know, from moving to the side over down. It's just this completely different type of movement pattern that we have. If we're running on the off-road conditions or the trails, I would recommend that you start with things that are easy, you know, start with relatively flat dirt trails to start as you gain confidence, go on more technical, harder trails. And, you know, once you get really good at it, you will love that type of stuff and it will just be like super fun. For me, it's play running down a highly technical trail that most people think would be scary to walk down. That's what I like to run down just because it's so much fun and your brain gets to go into the zone and your feet just kind of do what they need to do. It is just pure enjoyment and so good for your body and how you can help to avoid injuries because your body is having to work in such different ways and activate muscles in such different non-repetitive ways. Number six, find a great sports physical therapist and or chiropractor. Some of them can kind of do both things. The chiropractors are getting more and more into soft tissue therapy, which is fantastic. And find one and go to them before you get injured. Um, People in our society are so reactive. Be proactive, right? Be proactive. That's why we do like uh, so much of the inside tracker blood testing work. That's why we, you know, think about things before they happen. It's why we think about, oh, if there's a little twinge, I guess that is reactive to that, but we're doing things like uh, stretching and smashing and, 
you know, thinking about these things in by listening to this podcast in order to preempt what could happen so we're ready for it and or just to stay healthier longer. And if we're going to a PT, it doesn't mean that you have to go to them as often. Let's say you have an overuse injury, you might go to them three times a week. Let's say in this case, you might go just like once a month or once every other week to get a check-in, get an adjustment, whatever that may be. But you should find them and you should make sure that they are doing the exact same sports that you are doing because you want your sports PT or chiropractor to know exactly what you're going through so that you don't run into a situation like I've had before where I go to a chiropractor and they tell me that I'm lifting too many weights and I need to stop. So you want them to understand, okay, you know, this is what you're trying to accomplish this is why you're doing it. I get it. That's what I do. And I, and they will also know better if you do get injured on how you can continue moving and not just stop, all right? So a lot of times, if you go to, a, let's say, a physical therapist that doesn't understand running and you have a runner's injury, they'll tell you to do these exercises, but stop, stop running. And, may, and most times, stopping is the worst thing that you can do and they just don't understand it. Number seven, you still might get injured, okay? Our, moving our body is something that... It, in general, like can cause injury. And the funny thing is, I get people that I'm working with who are lifting hundreds and hundreds of pounds of weights and all this stuff. And if they do get injured, a lot of times it's when they're doing something around the house. So, you know, they know how to pick up 300 pounds on the deadlift, but when they're going to, you know, bend over to pick the laundry up off the floor, they use terrible technique and they're rotating or they're twisting and they're lifting and they pull something in their back. <laughs> happens all the time. Well, not all the time, but it, that seems to be more common than them actually picking up the weight because they're focused on what they're doing. So if you take these techniques and you move them into your daily life, then you will have less chance of actually getting injured. But injuries just happen, okay? The people that are the best at what they do, I'm not ta necessarily talking about the professionals, um, but the people that are just understanding that movement is life, they take all this in stride. So that, let's say that they get injured. They don't stop. I mean, right now I've got this inflamed, you know, actually really painful forearm flexor, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to stop doing things. I'm going to stop doing the things that cause it the most pain and I'm going to be rehabbing it whenever I can so that it gets better. But I know that it's just part of movement. The reason that it happened was I was just cold doing pull-ups one day and it was just in a strange position, you know, a number of things happened and it wasn't, you know, anything in particular, anybody's fault, you, but you just keep moving forward. All right. So I warm it up extra now before I get started. I make sure and I wrap it. I avoid exercise that causes a lot of pain and it's fine. No big deal. It's an, it's an injury that's going to happen. Um, and you know, they're part of life, but they should never slow you down. They should never stop you. In fact, if you do stop doing stuff completely, like let's say that you have a running injury, if there are other things that you can do, such as bike riding or swimming or things like that, that will help that injury, injury get better faster. And injuries are always where you learn things. So you learn about, you know, when I, I was doing pull-ups and, you know, now I kind of tweaked my, my forearm there. Um, I know that when I'm going to do that, I'm going to make sure and warm up my wrists a little bit more. I'm going to do a little bit of light stretching or soft tissue work before I go and hop up and just do a set of 10 pull-ups. There you have it. Learn from it. And again, keep moving forward. 
So don't think of injuries as necessarily being bad things. And I find that so many people, especially with CrossFit, think of CrossFit as being something that's going to injure them and that people get injured. There's actually stats out there that show that CrossFit is safer than every major sport out there, baseball, soccer, basketball, all of that stuff, and going to a big box gym, 24-hour fitness, ballets, that type of stuff. So it's just this preconceived notion. But even though I still don't think you should avoid the sports or the big box gyms or any of it, or running is probably one of the worst, but it's because people don't think about it. They're not thoughtful. And here I'm, I'm teaching you how to be thoughtful, how to avoid running injuries and the injuries are part of life. But if you can get to them before they become a big problem, then they just, they have become little bumps in the road that maybe last a week or two rather than months that you have to rehab them. So Unfortunately, there's no way to completely avoid running injuries or injuries in general, but we do our best in order to do that. And this is my list. So that's what I have for you. If you need to go and get the show notes and put them on your desk or put them up on the wall, it's just a list of these seven things that you can do in order to avoid running injuries. Go to allaroundjoe.com slash 198. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 198. All right, so I hope this was beneficial for you. If you have any questions, put them in the show notes, like I said, at allaroundjoe.com slash 198. Down at the bottom there in the comment section, that's where I'd love to get the comments. And if you need anything at all, let me know. One last time, this podcast is brought to you by the Get Better Project, which is our high-end online fitness program that is designed for people that have no equipment or just a couple of dumbbells and a kettlebell, which is what we're going to be doing, or you have a full gym and are looking for a strength program to get better at CrossFit fitness, weight loss, whatever it may be, we are here for you. And you can get to that and get started with it at thegetbetterproject.com slash getbetter. Or if you're not ready to get started, we do a workout Wednesday, every Wednesday. So make sure that you are following the Get Better Project on Instagram and you'll get that free workout on Wednesday to get yourself started. All right, guys, that's what I've got for you this week. The All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.